Welcome to the Speak PR podcast. My name is Jim James and I'm your host. And today I'm delighted to have Nick Hems, who is a stylist on the Speak PR podcast. Welcome, Nick. Thank you, Jim. Now, Nick, uh, we're talking because you help people to look good. So can you just talk to us a little bit about how an individual, a business owner, can start to ensure that they're instilling confidence in the people they're going to be talking to about their business? Um, I think, first of all, we start with they've got to have confidence in themselves. Um, so I think it's about, it's about finding um, their own inner confidence and authenticity through the way that they appear, um, their clothing, their body language. Um, and, and that's where it starts because I think, you know, it's your duty to kind of, you've got to look like a leader, first of all. Um, in order to kind of get the buy-in from people. But then you, there needs to be a certain amount of authenticity there with that. So you need to feel like a leader and believe that you are and that you need to find the right reflection in the way that you dress so that it is, it's still you. So Nick, that's a great point about needing to feel confident, but actually what impact can clothing and grooming have on making someone actually feel confident because you know people may not feel confident right so clothing and what you do and where you what you invest in yourself uh not actually just in money right which is tight at the minute but timing that mm. can impact how people feel right can you just talk to us about what you can do to feel good by how you dress yourself um i think the thing that i've been talking to a lot of my clients about um when they come to me is, is style personality which no one really kind of gets or understands what it is but um it's not just about this i've got to look good because what does that mean really like i could never dress two people in exactly the same way because it just doesn't work um to look good you've got to feel good and that is individual to everyone everyone has a, a personality and a way that they are um and I think it's finding that through the clothing that you wear is really, really important. So that then um, people see through what you're wearing, that reflection in your personality. And, and it's, it's the strongest way you can bring yourself about authentically by dressing in a certain way. So we can say, yes, we'll dress you in a suit, but what suit, what colours are we going to use? What's the colour of the suit? And that's got to reflect who you are. And then presumably we're talking to business owners here, um, how does someone determine, you know, what they would look good in? Most people have been told probably by their wife or a girlfriend or by their husband or boyfriend what they look good in. But can you give people some, some ideas of what to look for? Like if they've got hundred pounds to go and refresh their wardrobe before they start work coming out of lockdown, what would be some key feel like, items to go out and purchase that are, are pretty much winners for every occasion? Um, I think, uh, obviously, if you've got a suit already, let's assume you've got a suit. Um, I think and then it's about how you accessorize that suit because you can have um, a, a, a non-expensive suit. Let's just say the first thing, actually, before we say anything else is let's make sure whatever you've got fits. That's the most right. important. I think thing. that's a great point, right? Um, yeah. Because that's the first point where the majority of people fall down. They have clothes that, that may look all right, but they don't fit properly. And, and so what, sorry, so what they could even do then is to take something and, and have it refitted at the tailor's. Absolutely. 15, Absolutely. 20 pounds maybe, and uh, 
and get their sleeves shortened or things taken in or out, whichever way uh, the lockdown has impacted people's physiques, right? Is to yeah, because it's about it's, listen, it's it's about it's not just about how we dress, um, what the clothes we wear. It's about people's perception of us, and I think when you're wearing something that it might be really expensive um, or might have a, a label brand. But if it doesn't fit correctly, it looks terrible. And people's perception are, you know, you look a bit sloppy, you're probably sloppy in the way that you work. Um, so first thing I'd do is make sure that whatever items of clothing I actually like, they fit me correctly. And then I'd start to look at, right, I've got a bit of money to spend. Um, let's look at how I accessorize my look, how I can add to my look without spending too much money. And it gives me a bit of variety from day to day. And when you say accessorize, you're thinking about things like what, pocket handkerchiefs maybe or for ladies brooches necklaces absolutely absolutely like how, how can i it's almost like saying, right, if, I, if i've got a suit to wear how can i change the look of this suit uh, throughout the week so it doesn't look like i'm wearing the same thing and it looks like i really care about what i wear because accessories when you've got kind of accessories and a bit of detail it makes you look as if you care and people pick up on that even if they don't necessarily know it straight away Okay, and I've got a question. In, in Asia, where I lived, you know, having ex, an expensive watch was kind of a rite of passage. Mm. What would be your view? Is it that it needs to be an expensive watch or if it's a cheap watch not to wear it? I personally have several different watches, one with, you know, a black and one with a brown leather, different straps. What's your view on watches, which for many people, especially for men, often is the only jewellery they wear? Yeah, I think watches are, are, are a really, really powerful, strong accessory um, not everyone has the budget to go out and buy yeah. an expensive watch um, do you need to yeah do no, you, do you, do I, it... don't, I don't think you need to whatsoever i just think that a, a watch is a nice is a, is a really nice a timepiece isn't it? a really really nice accessory for a man i think it's about finding that timepiece that's going to fit with what you're wearing and for me that's an important thing you can play around with you know, whether it's a leather strap, whether it's a, a metal strap or a mesh strap or whatever it might be, but it needs to go with what you're wearing. Right. So it may be almost better to buy two lower cost watches, Absolutely. Uh, one casual and one formal. I was looking at Swatch, they're about £40 and you can buy a really nice looking watch, uh, very functional. So maybe Yeah, and watches don't need to, you can buy some really, really exceptional looking watches from £100. You really can, but you just need to do your research. And let's just talk about shoes and uh, because obviously, you know, women uh, and men, uh, you know, go shopping for shoes. What about the alignment? I, I'm personally quite big on the sort of leather of the belt and the shoes being the same color. Um, any views on shoes? There you go. There's a strap line. The views on the shoes. Views on shoes. Uh, yeah, for me, um, that your shoes set off the entire look. You can have a really expensive suit really well fitted suit that we've just spoken about and you're wearing the wrong shoes they, they completely take away from the entire look so getting shoes right is is really really important to a look and making sure that you care for them as well um in the right way and and that's that's imperative to us to a yeah. strong look so maybe shoes it's sort of if it's a formal look you just need formal shoes don't have to be expensive but it's not the suit and trainers, for example. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to have expensive shoes. I mean, I'd always look to spend what I can afford on shoes. So, um, because I think 
with, with shoes, you can come at it from a cost per wear basis. Sometimes you can go out and buy a cheap pair of shoes and buy three times yeah. before, you know, the, the good pair of shoes would have, would have run out. Yeah. Well, and especially now for those of us with children, my, my daughter bought a pair of Doc Martin shoes last week uh, with, with her mother. And I finally treated myself to a pair of shoes that are as expensive as my children's shoes, <laughs> you know? So I think, uh, you know, as we look at uh, those as being an, an essential item, right? And also they last three, four, five years. So it'd be a false economy. Now, what about having clothing to match the occasion? Because one thing is to, you know, sort of be wearing a uniform every day. But, you know, I used to have a client that said, you know, if he's had good results, he was a listed company, good results, he wore sort of an open net looking relaxed. But if it was bad results, he'd have a tie and a jacket on to show he was serious. Any thoughts, Nick, about you know, dressing for the occasion and for the audience, staff, for example, maybe versus a supplier or uh, I think you've always got to dress, I say always, I think you should dress for the occasion and also dress for the environment that you're in. So it depends whether you're going back and, you know, now we're at the moment coming out of lockdown, hopefully soon, and whether that's you, you're going to be looking for a new job in the future and you're going for an interview, doing your research on where you're going, having a look at what they wear, where you're going, and dressing for that right environment. Or, or as you say, it's the occasion where you're making a formal statement to a group of people, or you've got to come back and um, you, let's just say, like, people have made people redundant recently. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, And it's Many. a really, really sad thing. But if, if that's you that's delivering that, then I think, you know, out of respect, you should think about what you're wearing because you don't want to come in in your uh, really expensive suit and Rolex watch and say, really sorry, we can't afford to keep you on. We're going to have to let some of you go because it, it just paints a really, really bad picture and you leave yeah. people with a bad taste in their mouth. So absolutely, dressing for your environment and dressing for the situation. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then you mentioned here about, you know, staff and, and teams. What's your view on sort of the importance of clothing, not just as a uniform, but as sort of a, a dress code, what advice do you give to business owners that maybe run a shop or a, a therapy uh, center, for example? Any views on, you know, how that can impact morale, but also on, on standards? Yeah, I think um, every company has a brand, whether they know it or not. It's a way that they, they want to be perceived. Uh, I'll give this example. Um, there was a bathrooms shop um, not far away from me. Um, you know, really, really nice inside. Staff are dressed reasonably well. Um, they had a car that was parked up um, outside, branded car, uh, but it was filthy, dirty. It, uh, this absolutely disgusting. You know, I don't want to wash it for months. But then you walk past and you look at that and then that is reflected with the brand and that's the car. So when you have your staff and if your staff are out on the road and seeing clients, they should be given guidance as to what to wear. I don't think, unless you're wearing a uniform, you shouldn't be told you have to wear this. But I think there should be guidance on what people wear so that they actually reflect your brand. Now, from a commercial point of view, I heard that if you have the name of the company on the item of clothing, you can offset that against tax. So if you were to give people uh, shirts, for example, or jackets with the name of the company on it or the logo, that's a tax deductible item. 
So that's just also worth thinking about. Ah, okay. Well, but there you go. That's, I learned something here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a white shirt. I must. Uh, I must. I must get a buyer. Where's your branding? <laughs> I know. I need to write my name on the Speak PR podcast on on the name of my shirt. The chap I interviewed yesterday has a a branded shirt in Arizona. Um, and then, what about in terms of um, people sort of transitioning now to homework? What's your view on the sort of Zoom outfit? It's had some reviews. People should be dressing down, dressing up, dressing to go to work on Zoom. What's, what's your view, Nick, on creating a good impression online? Again, I think it's dressing for the environment. You know, who, who are you? Not necessarily your home environment, but the environment you're transporting into. So really and truly, I wouldn't be wanting to dress too dissimilarly from how I would be if I was going into that meeting in an actual right. real life office. Yeah, fair enough. You know, you might be wearing smart on top shorts, <laughs> pajama bottoms, whatever underneath. No one's ever going to see that. You don't have to worry about it. But yeah, you still have to set the tone by what you wear. But then there are other factors to consider as well when you're on Zoom. And I think um, the way you dress is one very important factor but then your lighting and the sound become just as important because um, people can't see all of your body language. They can't see all of you. They can't see your, you know, everything that you've got to offer as if you were in an office. So you need to project yourself in the right way and, and lighting and sound help you do that. Mm -hmm. And then are there some colors that you think uh, really work and some that don't, can you give us some clues? Uh, because if people are thinking, well, that's all great, Nick, but if I go shopping, uh, what should I, you know, should I buy black things? Should I buy blue things? If you were to, if you were to sort of have a starter kit for men and women, could you give us some idea of, you know, a basic, if you like, starter kit from a clothing perspective? Um, I think. In terms of colours. If, if we're talking about colours and we're talking yeah. about men, then the, the, the world's favourite colour is blue. Um, and blue is quite a calming colour in a way. So um, if you're just looking at, right, what can I do? Um, it, it's reasonably neutral. It's available everywhere. It's the world's most loved colour. Right. Uh, I think if you're looking at tyres, pocket squares, whatever it is, that, and you're looking at that as a, to buy something to go with your suit, then yep. blue. If you're looking at the actual suit, me personally, um, I'd stay away from black. Um, I, I prefer like a navy blue suit or a grey suit um, because it's more of a generic suit. You can wear that right. to many different places. Whereas for me, um, a black suit is just a bit too dull. It's funeral like right. you wear it yes, for a funeral. Right. It's not something that necessarily you want to be wearing to a, a business meeting. And then in terms of where you get your inspiration from, Nick, if people are looking uh, at, you know, looking for sources of style and information, um, where where do you go? Do you think Pinterest is I mean, Pinterest is good, but you got to know how to find stuff on Pinterest. We used to go to GQ, for example, uh, mm. when I was younger. Can you give maybe two or three places, either on YouTube or on um, newsstands that you say... recommend? Depending on where you are in the process of um, style, 
uh, where you want to be. I'd say that there are a number of good people on YouTube that you can follow uh, that give advice on style and dressing. And they're not, they're not hard to come across, uh, literally, at all. Uh, they'll give you advice. Um, if it's more inspiration about what to wear, I'd look on somewhere like Instagram and, right. and do some digging around and find people that are around your age range that are, you know, they're representing kind of a look that you like and follow right. them and look on back on their historic photos. Um, without pitching myself here too much, if you are lost at where to go completely, Consult with someone. Have have a conversation with yeah. um, an image coach. Or, well, Nick, that's that's why we've got you on the show. So, could, do you want to just tell people uh, where they can find you, Nick? Because you're obviously a guru. You're here in the UK. Um, so, can you just tell people where they can find you? And I'll also put this in the show notes. Yeah, sure. So, my website is uh, Nick Hems Style H E M S Style uk, um, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at I am. Nick Hems, um, and then all, all the concept details are, are there. Wonderful. Well, Nick, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll include those again in the show notes. But Nick Hems, who's a stylist based here in the UK, I've worked with him personally and, and really enjoyed that experience, which is why I've invited him onto the show to share today. So thanks very much for listening to this episode of Speak PR. Nick, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Jim. Cheers. And if you'd like this and any more information, please do subscribe to the podcast, which you can find on iTunes and on Stitcher. And of course, you can find us at eastwestpr.com with these podcasts, plus also Cognition, our newsletter. And if you would like to write me an email, please do jim at eastwestpr.com. So with that, I'd like to wish you great health and a profitable business and that you keep on dressing well. <laughs>